Grace and peace from God, our Father and Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in to the Power to Change Ministry podcast. And my name is Reverend Alvin Lewis, and I'll be your host for today. I pray that you have had a wonderful week in the Lord, and God has shown you something that you have never seen before in reference to who he is. And it has given you clarity about something different. Or maybe he has shed a a revealing light on something that you did know about yourself. But now you see it uh, from a different perspective. So today we're going to um, be looking at... 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. And the title of this teaching for today will be Building on the Foundation That's Laid, Jesus. All right, without further ado, let's start with a word of prayer. Let's jump right into this lesson. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day that you have made. We thank you for the ability that you have given us to rejoice and be glad in it. It doesn't matter what we might be experiencing, what we might be going through, because you have given us the confidence of knowing that all things work together for the good of those who love you and that are called according to your purpose. You also strengthen us so that we could have courage because we know that we can do all things through Christ um, because that is where we will get our strength. We thank you, Father God, for your word, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, because it is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. We thank you, Father God, for your son Jesus, the incarnated word your only begotten son, our savior, the one one who has taken the punishment of sin uh, um, for us on the cross. He has dealt with our sin debt. So we just thank you right now, Father God, that we did not have to deal with your wrath. And because of your compassion, your mercy, and your grace, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, You didn't stop there. You continue to give us an understanding that you would never leave nor forsake us. That we can depend on you each and every step of the way as we make our way through time into eternity. You said in all thy ways acknowledge you and you will direct our path. So we tell you thank you right now, Father God, for your divine plan. And, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, we will surrender to you totally so that you can have your way in our life. So your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, touch this message today. Give it a special anointing so that whomever may hear this message, it may go in their ears and into their heart so that it will fill it up. O Lord, in the name of Jesus, 
so that from the abundance of their heart they will speak from their mouth, and it will be an encouragement for themselves as well as anyone else that may hear what they have to say. We thank you in advance for what you are about to do, O Lord, and all of the amazing and awesome work that you will perform. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, and thank God. Once again, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Power to Change Ministry, and this is our podcast, and my name is Reverend Alvin Lewis. Building on the foundation that's laid, Jesus. This is what this is what we want to do, and um, as we do ministry. And everybody is doing ministry, not just the ones we perceive to be doing ministry, a minister, uh, um, but everybody. When you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit and you receive the word of God with understanding and you become wise in the way of God. In some form or fashion, in a, in, in a capacity that is the, the desire of God, you will, as you, I should say, as you move about your day, you will meet people, you will be exposed to different circumstances and situations. Um, now, those that you meet or you come, you encounter, they could be your family members. They don't have to be family members. And how you respond to the moment can serve in the hearts and minds of those that you encounter. And your motivation and stimulation for how you respond and, and how you conduct yourself is based upon your relationship with your father, which is in heaven. Now, you don't necessarily have to quote a scripture, but how you respond. Uh, for example, I went to uh, a store. I went to get a, a, a sandwich. It was a sandwich shop, and it was, it was pretty crowded in there. And I was standing next to a gentleman and he had came in after me and the number that they were on, it was, it seemed like it was so far away. And the people that were working in the sandwich shop, they were doing a wonderful job. They, you know, they weren't playing around. They were doing what they needed to do, but it was, they were popular and, um, it was, it was taking a little time to get your order. So I saw it on his face that he was, you know, he was ready. He's like, wow, I want to get my sandwich. I'm ready to go. You know, I don't know what kind of work he did, but, you know, I guess he wanted to sit down and enjoy his sandwich and, you know, kind of get a breather before he go back to work. So we started, you know, having a little exchange. I said, hey, don't let five minutes of your day ruin the rest of your day. I said, we just got to be patient. And we're going to look forward to having a wonderful made sandwich 
when we sit down and, and we partake of, of the sandwich, when we eat. And he said, oh, wow, man, thanks. You know what I'm saying? He said, that's exactly how I need to be looking at it. And I didn't tell him my name was Reverend Lewis. I didn't even tell him my name at all. But my motivation for why I responded to the moment the way I did was because of my relationship with God. You know, I want you got to be patient. You got to be, uh, let's be empathetic here. Let's be about the workers that's back there. They they working constantly, you know, they make one sandwich and then they start making another one. You know, it was constant movement for them. So adding added, added stress on them by, you know, hooping and hollering over the counter, where's my sandwich? I want my sandwich now. Why is it taking so long to get my sandwich? You know, for a sandwich, something to eat. You know, that that's something they don't need, you know, and we don't know what's going on in their lives. So as 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 I look at that situation, I'm sharing it with you to show you that you, too, can you too probably have those type of moments in the supermarket. Maybe you go to the Home Depot. Uh, uh, you might be getting gas somewhere uh, uh, wherever you might go. You are going to represent your father which is in heaven and and you could be building starting something in the life of someone that you encounter and you want to make sure that you building on that on the foundation that's laid that's Jesus now it may not be laid in their lives or they may have heard of Jesus but because of your motivation and it's laid in your life you're going to uh build on how you conduct yourself and the things that you say, you know, uh, with the hope that what you have laid, the brick that you have put down on the foundation in, in someone's life, that they're going to continue to build on it. Because you may not see that person again, but you did something powerful for them. And that service, ministry is service. So you 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 uh, performed a service in the name of the Lord and you never mentioned his name. You never mentioned scripture, but in your heart and in your life, that was your motivation. Um, so ask yourself, are you building in the right place? That means evaluate your your thinking and evaluate how you respond to things and and what you say and and what you do. Um, what blueprint are you using, you know, to guide you according to how you conduct your life? In our case, as born again Christians. And, and those who desire to be born again, because if you're listening to this, this broadcast here, that means that you, you're, you're in a, in a position where you're looking to change. You, you know, you wouldn't be listening to uh, a word from a ministry if you weren't looking to, there's a, there wasn't a shift going on in your life because it would serve no purpose in your life. You know, I'm, we're not talking about anything else but the word of God on this on this channel. You know, so you you're in the process of shifting. So now you want to make sure your blueprint is the word of God. 
And the Holy Spirit is, is giving you all the understanding that you need so that you can read the blueprint and, and follow the instructions according to what is being um, given in the word of God. And also, um, are you using the right building material? Is it up to code? You know, and, and again, that is that is the word of God. So you, you want to make sure that you are doing a service in the name of, of the Lord that will benefit his creation. And it also, uh, it, it gives you a sense of, 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 of self-worth and you're showing your gratitude back to your father, which is in heaven, for giving you a way out of a situation that you would would have never been able to get out of. And that is, we are sinners through the action and decision or the decision and the action of Adam. And the wages of sin is death. So now Adam and Eve got evicted from the garden of Eden. And now we, we have inherited his decisions and action and we were dead in our sins. But because of the love of God for us and his compassion, his grace and his mercy, he has given us a way to one, um, be forgiven for our sins. Um, we can to become born again. Uh, three, we can get um, the Holy Spirit and mostly four. Now we are back into his presence. We have access to the exclusive things of God that he will reveal to his children. We become sons and daughters, you know, um, when we uh, get born again and we, and we receive the Holy Spirit. So you, you want to look at your life and see the word of God is, is a way to examine your life, to see where you are, what you're doing, what, what are you valuing? You know, sometimes, um, I run into individuals and, and we might have conversations and I have to learn and I'm getting better at it, but I have to learn um, my uh, technique of giving them the truth I don't, because I, I don't want to push them away. You know what I mean? A lot of times people, they, they're not really ready to hear the word of God as a way of life and as uh, a system to live by is mostly God is something that I turn to when I have a problem that I can't fix on my own or I want something and I go to God and I, you know, and I'm, and I want, I want him to do something for me, you know, but we don't look at the part of, well, what, what should I be doing? You know, if, if God is my Lord, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, what, what should I, I, I be doing? I mean, how should I be conducting my life? What, what is, what is my part in our relationship? So getting individuals to understand that we have a part to play in our lives. You know, we have decisions to make and we need to be fully persuaded and motivated by the word of God and understand the great sacrifice that God has given us through Jesus the Christ that will com commit us 
to live sanctified lives, which means having a divine purpose for our lives. So we have to we have to examine ourselves and we need to look at it through the word of God and and see where we are and and what we need to do. And and because the word of God is truth, we believe that it is truth. Then we got to tell the truth to ourselves. And we have to ask ourselves, you know, am I building on the foundation that's laid? And that's Jesus. You know, and we know he's the cornerstone, but the 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 foundation, the reason for our building and we can build is because of Jesus. If it was not, we'd be still dead in our sins. Holiness would, would not be a topic we would not be repenting. We we wouldn't, you know, be born again. We would not have the Holy Spirit, you know. So we'd just be dead in our sins and we'd be waiting for that, that moment of time for final judgment. But because of the love of God, I thank him each and every breath that I take for giving us a way out and a door to get back into the right relationship with our father and live in his presence. Now, Matthew 10, 37, 10, chapter 10, verse 37 says, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Now, that's a, that's a powerful verse. And when you, when, well, I, when I heard that verse and when I read that verse, or I should say, when I used to read that verse, it's like, wow, you don't want me to love my family. You know, why, what, what is, you know, what is God saying to me here? Or what he's saying is he, he, he needs your total commitment. And if I love my father and mother more than than God, I'm not really loving my mother and father because I'm I'm using my own love to love them. But if I if I love them through through the Lord, then now I am loving my mother and my father through a power that is greater than I can generate on my own. I'm 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 loving them in an eternal way. And this is not a way that is selfish. You know, this is one that is that is very uh concerned about who they are and their well-being all the way down to the reputation that I um am how could I say it? The reputation of being part of a family, the reputation of your family, you you are representing them. So whatever you do in the street, now this is in your physical, whatever you do in the street, it's going to be a stain back on your family. So if I'm loving my mother and father through the love of God, then I'm going to honor my mother and my father and the reputation of our family. I, I'm, I'm going to be looking to be something that I cannot be by myself. I need the Holy Spirit to become that guy 
or that lady to love my mother and father as well as son and son and daughter. I, I can't I, I'm going to be an an eternally driven father or mother to my children. Which is going to take who I am and what I'm doing as a parent and as a son or a daughter to a level that I I didn't even think about before I became um, connected or, or reconnected back to my father, which is in heaven and had the Holy Spirit. And he has given me understanding that I wasn't even thinking about. That is, that is, you know, so now you are building on the foundation that's laid. And that is that the, the eternal view and, and we get it through our relationship, accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's Jesus. So we, we, we're building on that foundation. So now you become a better individual to your parents. You can appreciate them. You know, you, you, you know, and we all have our ways of how we might do stuff. Now we're going to be doing it according to the will of God and what he says, honor our mother and our father, you know, and, and we're going to make sure we're going to love them in a way that God would have want them to be loved as well as our children. Now, Ephesians chapter two, verses nine. 19 through 22. That's Ephesians 2, verses 19 and 22. It says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly formed, farmed, Farm together growth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are building together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. So we are coming together, and everything is fitting together exactly the way God wanted to fit together. All because He is in charge. He, he is in charge all the way down to the point of how we deal with ourselves because we our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. How we think, what is in our heart, creating me a clean heart and renew the right spirit. Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. You know, and, and, and the how I think and contemplate things that... I may have to deal with in the course of my day or how I manage the things that have already happened in my life. And then what kind of manifestation, how will it appear in my life? You know, I, I now I'm going to produce fruit in my life because when you become born again, you get the Holy Spirit, you, you're, you're growing in the word. Now you're going to start producing the things of God because God is in control. Everything is, is of him. It is none of you, none. You know what I mean? I'm, nothing I used to use has no use in my life when I become born again. It, it serves no purpose. I cannot, you know, I mean, I might want to, 
and I re- and I remember how, but I have to submit myself unto the Lord and resist the devil, and he's going to flee from me. So now I have a new system that I have to follow. In this case, we're using a, an analogy of building something. So now I am building a different building here. It is being constructed, and it is based upon the, the, the understanding that I will receive and you will receive through our Father, which is in heaven, through the Holy Spirit. And his word is the building material. This, this is how you're going to build something that God will be pleased with. Your life is going to be constructed. It will be a construction site that will be building a holy atmosphere, a holy building, a structure, something that will have an effect on the lives of those that you will meet. Because this is what it's about. God is sending it through you to someone. It is not just coming to me. It doesn't stop with me. I'm just a pass-through. You're just a pass-through. That's why we all doing some ministry. We're doing service. And God prepares us and equip us and give us everything that we need so that we can do service. So, Somebody needs to hear about the love of God. Somebody needs to know how how much God loves us and what God has done in our lives. And then you tell your story and I tell my story. You know where you've been and you know what happened in your life. Somebody else needs to be encouraged with that, with your testimony, to understand that, you know what? I, I might, you might meet people and, and, and their lives is, is, is kind of messed up. And you encourage them and you, and you let them know. You're saying, you know what? You can get up. You can get up. And, and, and you know what? And when you get up and you finally are standing up, your life going to be better than where you fell from. Because you fell from a place where you didn't have God. You wasn't living a God, a, a godly life. You wasn't living a disciplined life. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you wasn't considering uh, what God wanted. But if you get up, you got to get up. And, and, and this is how you got to build and, on Jesus. And, and see, when you do that, a person, you're starting their process. You're giving them something different to think about. You know, and and... And, and if you're coming from a perspective of giving them the understanding and it's not about money, but it is, about, it is about building a godly character so that you can reflect being a son or a daughter of our father, which is in heaven, meaning that you are going to protect your family. Now you got to see you we were protecting our physical family before as God gives us an understanding and we start loving them through there and, and being loving parents according to the will of God. But now I, I, I'm, it, I'm going to get to the core of why I do what I do. And I want I don't want to disappoint God. And you're going to show and explain to them, you know, because it's so easy to get money. Everybody can get money. You got people don't believe in God. They got a lot of money. Got plenty of it. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of influence. And they don't believe in God. So I you 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 know I mean you you technically you don't you don't need God to get money. 
you know. But if you got God, when you get money, you able to manage it. And he can, you know, you able to see things from a different perspective. But if you only come in, you want God so you can get some money or some stuff. You don't need him for that. You know, I want him so that my heart will be one that God will be pleased with. And my mind will be focused on the things of God. And that I'm able to say things that God will be pleased with because of how I'm thinking. And I'll be able to see things through the word of God. So now when I am seeing things in my life, I am seeing things according to what the word is teaching me. And the Holy Spirit is giving me an understanding of that word, of, of God's word, so that now I am looking to present or manifest something that God will be pleased with because I am relying on and depending on and I must have the view of God, my eternal father, which is in heaven. I want to build on that foundation. I want to make sure that all that I am using to build with is of an eternal nature. It is, it is, it is the building blocks, the word of God. That that is what has to happen. So that now what, what I am presenting in this world is not of this world. I mean, even though we're in this world, but it's not of this world, but it's of my Father, which is in heaven. It is of an eternal nature. Now, as we get to the scripture of what we're going to observe today, we know um, in 1 Corinthians, um, it is a letter written by Paul to Corinth, the church of God in Corinth. And um, we know that in Corinth, it is a very uh, important cosmopolitan city. Uh, located in the Roman province of Acacia, uh, that is the southern part of, of modern-day Greece, on a large isthmus about 50 miles west, west of Athens. It was situated along a major trade route and had a thriving economy. For this reason, large numbers of sailors and merchants from every nation flocked to the city of Corinth, during the first century, it was one of the largest cities in the Roman Empire. And by the end of the second century, it had become one of the richest. It also had become one of the most wicked. All right. It, it, uh, it was a place where uh, kind of like a, a, a mixing bowl. You, you had people coming from all different places with things that they did uh, according to wherever they came from. And they would all come and get together in Corinth. And uh, there was uh, some immoral business deals. Uh, you had other gods there. One, one of them that uh, was... Uh, uh, um, that had a really strong pull was uh, the god of um, uh, Aphrodite. They 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 worship us, the goddess of love and beauty. Now the temple of uh, Aphrodite stood on the most prominent point in the city, a hill called Acronioth, 
and house 1,000 temple prostitutes. So you, you had a place that catered to the lust of an individual as well as it was a place where you can come and you could sell and buy um, merchandise and, and, and services. So it, 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 it was a place, it's a mess, you know. But Paul, God made sure after he converted Paul and he was convinced that he was building the wrong thing and he was using the wrong things to build with that he was uh, now utilizing the building blocks of the of our Father, which is in heaven of the Lord, um, the scriptures. He was now spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus the Christ. And this was a place that was a prime candidate, just like the world we live in. There's all kinds of things going on in this world. So, you know, there is always an opportunity to let your light shine in the presence of men so they can see your good work and, and worship and, and praise and give honor to our Father which is in heaven. This is, this is where we are. So this is our Corinth here in 2023, wherever you may live. You know, whatever country you may live in, I, I don't know where you might be, where you may hear this broadcast, but it, it doesn't matter. Sin is everywhere. It's, it's, it, there's godly living, un, I should say ungodly living everywhere. And they need to hear and experience the presence of God. And you, you may be that one that they experience God. You know, if it's just giving somebody a cool cup of water, reading to the blind, going to a hospital and, and, and going in NICU and holding the babies, uh, you know, uh, going and sitting and quietly and, and praying quietly with somebody that's in uh, intensive care or something, you know, it just something that you can do, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, what, whatever is in your presence that you know that uh, God is motivating you to let there be his presence, his representation in that spot. That's what you can do. And it is important and it is powerful because it is helping to build the kingdom of God. It is letting the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. This, this is what you're doing. And, and it, it is important. We, we all serve um, a part. We get, there's something for all of us to do. You know, also in the church of Corinth, one of the reasons that would this, this epistle was written, um, there was division, you know, carnal mindedness, people, worldly minded, minded people were thinking, about who they wanted to hear from. You had Apollos, which is a more polished presenter, and you had Paul, you know, he, you know, he he was he 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 really give, you know, straight with no chaser. And maybe they didn't like how he looked. But it didn't matter. If Apollos and Paul are both giving the same message, you need to hear the message. That's what you need to hear. You, you don't need to let the messenger stop you from getting a very important message. 
It's very important that you get the message. So if you get stuck on the messenger, you're not going to receive the message. Or you fall in love with a certain type of messenger. You don't know if you're going to get the true message or not. Because that individual could be one that uh, would decide that, no, you're going to worship me. I, I like the I like the sound of the roar of the crowd. I like how it make me feel when you are excited about what I'm saying. So now maybe I'm going to start saying some different things. So we have to make sure that we're receiving the word of God. Let's go. First Corinthians chapter three, verses one through 11. It says, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hereto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So we find here that Paul is, 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 has identified a problem. As, as And he is amplifying it here. And this is something that was going on at that time. But this is the same problem that goes on today. It's the same problem. It's nothing new under the sun. You know, we, we have the same thing that we're dealing with. And, and here the word of God is, is, is giving us an understanding. God is using Paul uh, to deliver a message. This epistle to the church in Corinth, God's church in Corinth, for our benefit today, just as it was a benefit in the past. All right. And, and what he's saying in, in verse first uh, Corinthians three, one, what he's saying is uh, he tell them to grow up. We got to grow up. You know, it says, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. That's that's the mature right there. That's it. We, we got to become mature because if not, we're going to be 
we babes mean that, but as unto carnal, mean we are worldly. Even as unto babes in Christ. We're worldly. Now, now we're going in the right direction. And 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 we're and we're seeking after the right things, but but we haven't we 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 haven't arrived there yet. We we didn't get we're not getting the understanding about it, you know, of what actually is happening in our lives. Because we're too close to the pain that is causing us to want God. So now we 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 just when when you're close to the pain that that is causing you to 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 cry out to God, you're just feeling good because maybe the pain is easing a little bit. You you're not really I mean you 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 know God you you focusing but you really you got more focus on the pain that is causing you to say Lord I need you. Lord, Lord, help me. Lord, save me. So you you just want to stop the pain. You're not, you, you haven't gotten to the point where, God, you know what? I need you. And, and I don't care what kind of pain I got to go through in life. I don't care what my circumstances and situation may be. Because I can do all things through Christ, which would strengthen me. See, now you, you're moving into the place where now you're spiritual and, 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 and you are now becoming, uh, you know, more solid. You're walking by faith and, and not by sight. And it's not because of the pain that initially uh, led you to cry out to God. But it is now you are understanding and seeing the love of God and all that he has done for you by sending his son, Jesus the Christ, to die on the cross for, your, for our sins. And, and now being born again and receiving the Holy Spirit and having access to the word of God and seeing the power of, word of the word of God, that it is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. You, you, you now, you, the, the pain, I mean, not... Nobody wants to live a life in the physical with pain, but it's not scaring you to the point where or um, that's the only thing that you want God for. Or when the pain is gone, you don't run back to where you came from because now you have the love of God and, and the love of God is much stronger and it has a greater pull than the pain that was pushing you trying to get relief. You know, so now you, you, you don't, you know, it doesn't matter no more because you, where you have be, where you have arrived in Christ, you are saying, wow, this right here, this, I thank God for that painful moment. You start talking like that, you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm good with it, you know, because it, it has, it has, interesting, I should say, has set the stage of my life so that now I came to God, you know? So here we, is, here we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1, where Paul is, is expressing and explaining. He said, you know, you got to grow up here. You, you got you to gotta become spiritual. We, we got to stop. We got to knock off all this, this, this I'm of Paul and, 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 and I'm of, of Apollos and, and understand that we just working for the Lord. Everybody doing something different, using what they have received, 
You know, God gave everybody something different, not so that you can compete against me and I can compete against you. No, so that we can work in different ways according to the same goal. All right. So this this right here is something. Um, let's let's look at First uh, Corinthians two six says, "How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, and them being holy, thinking like God, yet not the wisdom of the world." Meaning that I'm not I'm not speaking in words or or, or, or techniques or understanding of the flesh nor of the princes of this world or those who are in authority. He says that come to not, meaning that th this is not something what Paul is talking about because sometimes a person might get offended if you say, oh, you calling me a baby? Why are you calling me a baby? Why are you, why are you insulting me? That's that's somebody that is carnal minded. They don't want to hear the word of God because the word of God is, is, is the truth and it will convict you. And it will show you something that you might not want to see, but you're going to receive it because of where it's coming from. And, and in the spirit that it has arrived to you, the spirit of love, you start thinking about God. Man, he loved me. He gave his only begotten son to die for me. And if I believe in him, I won't, I won't have to perish. I don't have to deal with the wrath of God. So I know if God is telling me this, if, if I, through the epistle, through the, the apostle Paul, in the epistle to the, the church in Corinth, to my heart in 2023, I know I need to listen to this because he. this is something for my good. I need to pay attention. So I don't want to get offended, and it is not the wisdom of the world. The world would rather you stay in a position so that it can use you according to whatever its mission is. It's not interested in, in, in making sure that you grow and, and your growth is, is, is beneficial to you and others. It is something that, look, all right, I'm going, I got you in a spot and I'm going I'm to keep you there so that I can use you because I need you right there so that I, I can do this. And, and you won't know what it is and, and it's going on. So, so Paul is not speaking in the wisdom of the world nor of the princes of this world, but he is speaking uh, uh, in coming from an eternal view. Now, it says, Paul also, but now he ships from contrasting Christians, uh, those in the spirit, as well as non-Christians, those without the spirit. And he is also uh, comparing the two kinds of Christians in this verse, uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 1, where are you controlled by the spirit? That, that, that is powerful. Is this Holy Spirit controlling you? You See, that's when you are spiritual, you are walking in the Spirit, and you are controlled by the Holy Spirit. I said earlier that, am I thinking the way God would want me to think? Is my heart filled with the things of God? Am I spiritual? 
speaking in a way that God would have me to speak? Am I producing righteous fruit through the things that I do? That's, you know, manifestation through my hands and my, my you know, how I'm, you know, where I'm going and, and, and why I'm going to wherever I'm going. You know, so is the Holy Spirit in control? Or is it not? Again, you could be in the process of transitioning. And, and as I said before, the pain is what has you in the position to where you want to hear the word of God. But it is not the love of God that you really want. It is the stoppage of the pain. That's all you want or something of another. Maybe it's something that you want, you know. So now you find that you 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 can look at your life and say, am I controlled by the spirit? That means that I'm doing whatever God wants me to do. It doesn't really matter what atmosphere I have to do it in. It doesn't matter what the what the job is or I'm not controlled by the spirit. I just want something taken care that I want taken care of. It's not a God thing. It is something that I want. And I use pain because see, pain to me is a universal language that calls anybody. I don't care what you what language you speak is going to cause you to say ouch at some point when you receive enough of it. And it's going to get your your attention. So your attention is devoted to the pain or maybe something that you want. It has your attention. You like, wow, you, you, you're looking at it. Nothing else matters. And see, you're really not, you're, you're not controlled by the spirit. You're on the right path, but you're not controlled uh, uh, by, the, by the spirit. Now, to be, to being carnal minded, okay? Meaning that we are babes. We, he said he's feeding us with milk. That means that we haven't yet learned how to walk by faith and not by sight. We, we have to see it. We want to be able to touch it. We, we got to be able to explain it. Um, and, and that is something that uh, it's not going to work if you're going to be spiritual. Now, carnal is to be sensual, worldly, non-spiritual, relating to or giving to the crude desires and appetites of the flesh or the body. So you, it's like that pain. Ouch. Oh, man, I want something that this this is where you are now, according to Romans chapter eight, verse seven through eight, it says, because the carnal mind is amenity against God, your enemy, amenity, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So. I got this pain. I got this situation and something that I want. So I'm. I'm going to try God. I'm trying everything, but I'm going to try God because I have something personal, something carnal minded that I want to develop here. So I'm not building on the foundation that uh, of Jesus here. You know what I'm building is something is something different. But if I continue to be fed in the spirit. Now. 
my pain that I initially that initially set the stage for me to come and crowd to the Lord is going to be a testimony for me when I start walking in the spirit. Because now I want God. I, I want him. I, I want to be obedient to him. I, I want his I want to show my appreciation for what he has done. So I'm becoming more knowledgeable now. And it doesn't matter where I hear the message. It ain't about, oh, I need to hear from Paul. I need to hear from Apollos. No, it doesn't matter because I'm in the spirit now. And if it is spiritual and it is coming from the Lord, it is it has the same value no matter where I receive it from. You see, so you are, you are growing. And this is what Paul is saying. We got to grow up. We got to grow up. We, we, you know, our prayer life will change. You know, you won't have a long laundry list of things, what you need God to do for him, for you, you know, but you're going to be looking and see what can I do for the Lord? And, and then you're going to leave it up to him. It, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will add all those things unto you. So now I'm leaving it up to God to add the things to me in my life so that I won't ask for something or try to attain something or put my heart on something that will cause me to turn away from my father, which is in heaven, or, or become a weight or an obstacle in my life because of a fleshly desire. Just like if you now, now once you become spiritual, you will look at a painful situation and you will say, Lord, I know you're getting ready to show me something right here. I know I can see something right here that is going to take me to the next level according to how you want to draw me to you. That's how you will look at things. You know, doesn't mean that it don't hurt. Doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable, but how you process the moment. That that's that's what will change, you know, because now you are 100% dependent on God. That means you're 100% controlled by the Holy Spirit. And that the word of God, you know, has the solution for your situation. And you're going to grow. You're going to grow. You're going to be better as God gives you the understanding of the situation that you may be in, encountering at this time. Whatever it might be in your life. You know, even if you find yourself that you might want something for a particular reason, you're going to question, do I need that? What, how will that change my life? What, what, what is it bringing with it other than what I see on the surface? You, you're going to start questioning and evaluating things in an eternal way. And you're going to look at your life through the word of God so that you can see what God sees. That means that now you 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 are you are spiritual. You you walking in the spirit now. You are considering God. Then now the scripture that says, "In all thy ways acknowledge God, acknowledge Him, and He's going to direct your path." It is alive in your life now. That's what you're doing because you say, "Lord, I, you know, I, I you know, I have a desire for that, but I don't know. Is that something that I need or uh, or?" If I want it, is, is it going to cause some problems between me and you? What, would it change me in a way that now I won't be as effective 
in doing what you want me to do. That that's you know you start looking at things from that 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 point of view. So now I don't I'm not really concerned about pleasing man. You know my reputation and how I look in their eyes. I, I'm I'm concerned about how I look in the eyes of my Father, which is in heaven, because I know I belong to Him now. I always belong to him. We always belong to him, but we wasn't functioning properly. But now when we get born again, you know, we know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, because the Holy Spirit gives us that understanding that, you know, I, I belong to you and, and you in control. Do what you want. Do what you want. Now, when you become mature, you're going to start seeking the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3, it says, I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hereto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able, for ye are not for ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying, strife, division, are ye not carnal and walking as men? So that is a description of one not seeking the Lord. But when you become spiritual, you're going to start seeking the Lord. That means that now he can you you will be looking for the for the for the meat of the word. Something that is uh take a little bit more to digest, meaning that I gotta study, I gotta do some digging. I got to do some investigating and, and some investment into the, the, the tools that I use to receive the word of God. I got to now meet means that uh, I, I, I'm going to start praying more. I'm going to start fasting. And fasting is not just not eating, but it is replacing what has, what I should say, what is in the place that I need food to survive to where I'm not going to eat meat and I'm going to replace it with more of the word of God because I need the spiritual things of my life to be stronger than the physical. You know, doesn't mean you don't need to eat. I don't want nobody to, to stop. That. I ain't eating no more. No, you do need to eat, but it needs to be put in the perspective where it belongs. It doesn't belong. Physical things don't belong at the top when you become born again. You now must the spiritual things, the things of God. This is the foundation that we want to build on. We want to make sure that we are building on the foundation that is laid, that is Jesus. We want to build on that. And when you look at Jesus, now Jesus is, we, we, some may think, oh, yeah, that's the savior of the world. But that is the incarnated word of God. That is the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. That is the only begotten son of the father. All right. That, that, that is the word of God. OK, the Holy Spirit is 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 giving us access to the word of God. So there is power in the understanding of Jesus and, and how it can transform your life if you were to walk by faith and not by sight. That means that you now, you, you, you are eating meat. You're not just, you know, you're not just a suckling. You, you're growing up in the Lord and, and, and you are now um, doing things that uh, God would be pleased with. And you come to understand 
your position. You understand that a servant isn't greater than his master. And Paul is here, one who is, when you look at the background of Paul, Paul was a Pharisee. He was one who was educated under one of the greatest minds at the time, religious minds at the time, Grammel, and, 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 and he was one who was, was working against the body of Christ, the church, but God transformed him and, 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 and now he is doing a work of, for the Lord by spreading the gospel. But you would have to understand that he is one that had a reputation. He was one of prestige and he was one who uh, received specialties. But here in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 4 through 6, he says, For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos. Are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believe, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So you, you understand that you are doing something for the Lord and you have a part to play but everybody who is working for the Lord that are walking in the spirit and that are spreading the good news so that it can be to the benefit of those who are lost. Because, you know, Jesus came to save that which was lost. So we're just staying right in the same work, the work assignment, using the same work ethic. You know what I mean? The same power, the Holy Spirit to spread the gospel to those who don't know the Lord. So that they would be saved. They don't have to perish. Just like you have secured that for yourself. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your, as your Lord and Savior. You want somebody else to do that same thing. You want them to do the same thing. You know. So it is not. It, it is about coming through your life. And understanding who you are. You know. So that you can. You can be a service. And God can get the glory out of your life. As Paul go on in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 through 9, he says, So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God, Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. So Paul is laying it on the line. He's explaining to you, look, you, you got to stop being high-minded. And, and, and you got to stop thinking that it's all about you. And, and you need to grow up. And you need to stop just uh, um, having the, the milk of the word. And, and let, let's get into the meat of the, of the matter here. Let, let's start walking by faith and not by sight. Let's start being servants. You know, stop coming to the Lord thinking that he's an ATM machine or or or, or, or a scratch off or something, a picket ticket, or, or maybe he he's a one armed bandit in, in in Las Vegas. You trying to you trying to win something? You know, no. God has given you everything that you need to live a prosperous life. And if that includes that you are a good person in business and you make money, then so be it. But most of all, your soul will prosper. 
That's what you need to prosper. You need to be forgiven of your sins so that you can be back in the presence of our Father, which is in heaven, so that you can have access to the things of God and you can take your place according to what God will have you to do in building the kingdom of God so that his, his will be done on earth as it in heaven through your life. And 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, we got to stay humble. We have to understand that, that what we have and what we're doing is, is a free gift. As it says here, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. In so many words, there's no power and, and no strength in anything else that can handle the weight of what is above. When you build a building, you, you know, nothing. That means that you can try to build it, it's going to fall down. It's going to be unsafe. But if you build on Jesus... If you give God your undivided attention, just like you might have given to the pain that you was experienced when you cried out to the Lord, or maybe something that you wanted and you felt that it was going to enhance your life, so you came to God. You done tried everything else, and so now you're coming to the Lord. Just, it, but once you came to the Lord, and if you if you just kept growing and you and you and you received the word of God and you got the truth and it showed you that you was a babe in Christ, but and you needed to grow so you can eat meat. And the foundation that is laid, which is Jesus the Christ, you now will get to the place where you say, Wow, Lord, I I, I need you. And please forgive me for not asking for you and uh to come. And, and 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 so I can be in your presence, but I ask for you just to stop the pain. Because I, 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 you know, I, I tried everything else. I wasn't confident and, and, and solely believing that you was the one. I was trying everything, you know, so, but I came to you to stop the pain. So please forgive me for doubting your ability, you know, but it was in your ignorance that, you only cried out to the Lord because of the pain. And, and this, is, this is why we have to grow. And this is, this is the foundation that, that's laid. And this, this is, in, which is Jesus. And this is what we must build on. And if we can commit to building on that foundation, you're going to find that your life is going to change, just like Paul's life changed, just like those who received the word of God in Corinth, in that wicked city, in that city of temptation, you know, they, 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 their lives changed. You can't come to the Lord and your life stay the same. You keep doing the same thing. You part-timing. All right, I go to church, so I'm good. No, you ain't. Because when you leave there, matter of fact, while you're there, your heart is still focusing on what you're getting ready to go do when you get finished sitting down here. Kind of like you taking a break. You got a little time out. Then you're going to run back and go do what you got to do. Everything is set. So when you get out of church, you're going to go and, and, and continue to do what you was doing. 
you're not committed to the Lord. You you don't you 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 don't fully understand that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you don't even have it yet. You think you do, but you don't have it yet. Because if you if you have the Holy Spirit, you, you don't want to do them things. Mm-mm. You don't want to disrupt nothing because you are having understanding and you you really are embracing what God has done, is doing, and what is to come. And you don't want to miss none of it. You know, I know when I look back over my life, I thank God for giving me the understanding that I need so that I can use that experience for my right now. As well as look forward to what is to come. What you gonna do next, Lord? What you gonna show me next? How how can I help you now? And and and, 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 and the things that I want him to do so that I can be a better servant to him. The things that he gonna show me is so that I can be a better servant to him. You know that that's not for me. You know, even though it does something for me to be a servant to the Lord for the Lord, but I just want to be pleasing in His sight. That's all. That's it. You know what I mean? It, it, everything else, it, 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 it's down the list now. It ain't at the top. I, I'm concerned. God, how are you viewing me? Am I, am I where I need to be? And you can get that understanding from the word of God. As I come to my, as I come to my conclusion here, in so many words, I want you to understand to lean not to your own understanding. So if you're going to build on the foundation that's already laid, which is Jesus, you that's laid here, that's Jesus, then you can't lean to your own understanding. We need to become wise in the, the way and the word and the purpose of God. That means that now you're going to become spiritual and you and it is not, you know, you're not just a Christian that is receiving milk. And we have to follow the instructions of God through the Holy Spirit, as he he guides us in his word. And we have to accept what he has to say and know that this is the only way and and, and, and move on. I mean, it may be tough, but he gives us the strength in Christ so that we can do it. You know, and, and it's not about works. It's about faith. I'm believing God that he is my the purpose or he is the way that I should be living and I'm going to do good works. I am going to produce righteous fruit because of my belief in God and uh, don't deviate from the process. Sometimes, you know, some will die in the process. It becomes too tough. It, it becomes too challenging because you're trying to do it on your own. You know, you, you might, you I mean, you may be reading the Bible. You might, you know what I mean? You might be praying, but you, you haven't given your life 100% over to the Lord so that he can guide and direct you and, and whatever it is that you got to deal with. And that you're going to deal with the pain. Just like Jesus didn't come down off the cross. You, you're not going to stop walking and doing things that God wants you to do. You're going to continue to do it the way um, God is leading you in your process. And you're going to keep your hope in the power of God. Because you know there's no other power. You, you, you can't. There's no way that you're going to be able to do it. What God wants you to do. Unless God do it through you. You know, because it's him doing it. 
through you. You, I'm not doing it. I'm just being obedient to him and let him have his way in my life. He don't need my help to be him. God, when, when the Holy Spirit is in me, he is doing what he is. He is functioning the way he is. And I am just being obedient and allowing him to use me however he wants to be himself. So God is doing, it, 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 you hear somebody, he, God is doing him through my life. That's all. So I, I'm just being obedient and, and, and everything that God has given me, letting him use it however he want to use it to perform whatever he want to perform. That's what you want to, that's what you want to get. That's, and, and you will find that everything that you need, God will, he will provide. If it's a, a mindset of how to do something or how to get something, or you know what I mean? He, he, he'll, he'll give it to you. He'll give you a perspective that is different. We remember in Corinth, it was, you know, they was a, a very big business area, but the, the mindset of doing business was immoral. So you could be a Christian businessman or woman thinking the way God would have you do it and you'll be honest. And because of how you do, do your business, God gives you favor in the heart of the people you're doing business with. Now you're going to have more business that you can deal with, you know, because of how God is, is, is giving you favor you know, in the hearts and the minds of those that you're doing business with and the product that you have. But don't let that be a motivation of why you come to the Lord. That ain't nothing. You want the character of God to be executed and 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 reflected through your life. You want to be you want to be a, a servant of the Lord. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 and 30 it says, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you carnal minded and doing it on your own, the Lord said, I, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. I'm, I'm a servant. And learn of me, becoming wise in the word of God. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Most important part of your life here. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It is light because he doing it. God ain't going to leave you alone so that you can do something for him. No, he going to do it himself through you. And all you need to be is obedient. When he tell you to say something, you say it. When he tell you to go somewhere, you go. You know, and 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 how you want to, how he wants you to think, you think that way. And 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 when you do that, now you're gonna be walking by faith and not by sight. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just a change. You're gonna also, you, you, you're not gonna just be living to be blessed. So it ain't about just what I can receive, how I can feel, but you're gonna live to be a blessing. You want somebody else to feel, so you're gonna let it flow through you. To get to wherever God wanted to go. Now, before I close, I, I have a conversation that I have to have with someone that um, is a friend of mine. And, I, and I'm, I have to tell him some things that I know he don't want to hear. And I'm praying to the Lord to give me the understanding that I need so that I can tell them what I need to tell them because I... I don't want them to be upset with me, but I, but that's okay if they upset with me. But I want them to hear what the Lord has to say about a situation that they're in at this time. 
And if it means that they don't talk to me no more, but start talking to the Lord, I, I think that's a good trade-off. Now, I hope it don't go that way, but if it does, that's okay because they will be better off talking to the Lord and allowing God to have his way in their life than talking to me. Yeah. And eventually, as God bring them along, they, they will come back to me because we're going to love each other. We in Christ. Ain't no, ain't no hating and anger and stuff in, the, in, in Christ. You know, we, we, that, that don't exist. We can't let that, that ain't going to exist. If you led by the Holy Spirit, then you're going to be looking for forgiveness and reconciliation. You, you're not going to let it lay. So as, 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 as my friend grow in the Lord, you know, it, it got to bring them back, but I got to tell them what I need to tell them. And I'm going to tell them, you know, what I need to tell them because it's my job. I work for the Lord and the Lord had told me that I need to tell him this. I need to share some things with him, but he going to show me how to share it because it is about edification. You know, and, and so he can see things the way he need to see it in God through the word of God. So I thank you for tuning in to the Power to Change ministry. And this is our podcast. And my name is Reverend Alvin Lewis. And I thank you so, for, so much for sharing this moment of time with us today. I pray that this word was clear and I hope that it can be instrumental in the choices that you have to make in reference to uh, how you're going to be building, you know, where you're going to be building, what you're going to be using as building material, you know, and that that you will choose the Lord and, and, and you will let him have his way in your life. Now unto him that's able to keep us from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. God bless you. I pray that you will enjoy the balance of your day. God willing, we'll be back here again next week with another word from the Lord. Enjoy your day. Go in peace. Peace.